Hello and welcome to OCBC Insights. I'm Selena Ling, Chief Economist for OCBC Bank. Today I want to share with you three things. One is the Fed's landmark policy shift to average inflation targeting. Second is to introduce you what is a K-shaped recovery. Third, I want to talk a little bit about what the PMI numbers tell us about the recovery story for the Singapore economy. First, on the US Federal Reserve, last week at the Jackson Hole Symposium, Fed Chairman Powell articulated that they are going to shift to an average 2% inflation targeting as well as to use its full range of tools to achieve maximum employment and price stability goals. The Fed essentially recognised that due to the proximity of interest rates to the effective lower bound and the increased downward risk to both employment and inflation, hence the appropriate monetary policy will likely aim to achieve inflation moderately above 2% for some time. And this has effectively provided the green light for the current risk rally to continue and likely to handicap the dollar as well, as the Fed commits to a zero interest rate policy for the foreseeable future. Second, what is a K-shaped recovery trajectory? Forget about a V, L or U-shaped recovery because there is a new alphabet in town. A K-shaped recovery from the COVID-19 pandemic means that the divide between the haves and have-nots will widen. What we will see is that digitally savvy, white-collar workers will make a seamless transition to working from home, whereas essential and gig workers may be displaced and disproportionately affected. Similarly, different businesses may also see an uneven recovery depending on their firm size, their cash hoards and access to financing and also industry dispersion. The implication is also that monetary policy accommodation, especially fiscal policy assistance, is likely to extend longer than expected. In turn, this could add to the reflation story and also mean that yield curves will be steeper into 2021. Last but not least, on the Singapore side, we have seen that the IHS market Singapore PMI data showed signs of rolling over in August, having slipped to 43.6, down from 45.6 in July. This is his first retreat in three months and also marked the seventh month straight under the 50 handle. Although this has improved since the May trough of 27.1, nevertheless, we are starting to see signs of weakness returning. Private sector business conditions have deteriorated amid an output decline and falling new business orders. This coincided with a dip in external demand conditions with the resurgence of COVID-19 cases globally. Export sales also reverted to declines in August and business expectations for the year remains negative. At a sectoral level, the construction and business services sectors were especially hard hit, whereas consumer services fared better with continued growth in output and sales. Cost pressures remain quite evident, with higher input costs due to higher shipping and supplier fees. However, the weak domestic economy meant that firms were handicapped in their ability to pass on the increased cost to end consumers. In fact, the sharp decrease in output charges pointed to heavy discounting in order to drive sales. So as to reduce costs, firms actually cut both purchasing activities and inventories and also reduce staff. Hence, the employment outlook remains in retrenchment mode and could see more layoffs in coming months. While recent policy measures to extend the job support scheme by up to seven months and to introduce the new jobs growth initiative is likely to buy some time, 
for the ailing firms from retrenching workers in the near term. On the other hand, the latest hike in the minimum salary criteria for both employment and SPAS holders may be an unwelcome and additional cost burden for the hard-hit industries. We are looking for the third-quarter recovery story to remain quite muted. Third-quarter GDP growth could contract 7.1% year-from-year. While this is less severe than the second-quarter contraction, nevertheless, the recession story is here to stay till the end of 2020. Thank you. This has been a podcast from OCBC Bank. Follow us on Spotify for more episodes like the one you've just heard.